Hi everyone, welcome to The Wellness Farm. This is your go-to podcast for all things wellness, mental health, and growth. I am your host, Ari, and I am a licensed pharmacist and functional nutrition counselor. So quick story time before we get into today's episode. One of my friends recently stopped drinking, and she called me today and she said, I stopped drinking and going out to clubs and bars all the time. I've been working out every day. I'm drinking more water. I'm going to sleep at a more regular time. And then she said, it's really made me realize so many people that I'm friends with and things I did revolved around drinking. And without alcohol, I have such a different experience with those same people. And then I went, what do you mean you have a different experience with those same people? And she goes, well, now if I go out and I'm not drinking, I'm just sitting there. Like, is this literally what I used to do with my time and just get drunk and be hungover? I could be doing so many other things with that time that benefits me. I have hobbies and interests and goals now, and I really feel like I'm finding myself. And that's when I told her, that's what happens when you get comfortable with being alone and start focusing on your goals. You date yourself. And then amazing transformational things start to happen. So to start off, let's talk about why it's important to date yourself. The issue that I typically see is that so many of us are constantly seeking validation and approval from others, whether it's from friends, family, or romantic partners. And honestly, I'm guilty of this myself. When I was younger, I would get into a relationship or even a friendship that would make me really happy. And then if it ended, or died out, I would feel really off and not like myself. So if you're seeking happiness and validation from others, your whole life is going to revolve around that person and getting gratification from that person. That's a problem because everything is temporary, whether you like it or not. So if that person leaves or if you get in a fight with that person or whatever, you are going to feel very empty and depressed. And instead, you need to realize that true happiness and fulfillment comes from within. And that's where the concept of dating yourself comes in, right? Because dating yourself is a great way to develop a deeper relationship with yourself and your own needs. And most importantly, It helps you realize what you like, what you don't like, what makes you excited, what makes you feel bored. And by doing so, you're going to be able to do three very important things. Number one, make better life choices that align with your values and focus. Two, not rely on anyone, anyone as your main source of happiness because it's already within you. And three, live the life that you're manifesting for yourself by having more self-confidence and drive. So how do you date yourself? There's different levels to dating yourself. So I'm going to start with the most basic one and then move on to the higher tier level of dating yourself. But the focus here is setting aside alone time for yourself, just like you would set aside alone time for another person if you were dating them. The most basic level of dating yourself is practicing low-key activities that are fun and make you feel excited. So it's kind of like how the first or second date would make you feel if you were going out and dating someone, right? Like you get excited, you have butterflies, you're like, oh my god, I can't wait until I go out to this coffee shop or I go out to this restaurant. So that's how you should be feeling, right? You should be amping yourself up, super excited that you're about to go on a date with yourself. And this can be a few hours once a week or you 
you can even do it a full day every month, really whatever your schedule allows for. But during this time, you want to engage in activities that make you super excited. You can do some low-key things like going out to a new coffee shop, getting your favorite drink, and reading a book, which by the way, there are a couple great book suggestions in the group chat that I'm in, the Wellness Farm group chat. It is um, actually going to be linked in the show notes of this podcast if you want to join, and I would be more than happy to have you in it. Or some other low-key things are going out walking for 30 minutes to an hour and listening to a self-help podcast like this one, or even going and getting your nails done, right? Just because, not even because you're going anywhere really, just because you want to. These are all low profile, fun things you can do and really get comfortable with being alone. And while you're doing these things, try to stay off your phone and off of social media. This is important because I feel like we really tend to distract ourselves by going on our phones when we're alone, just so we don't have to deal with our own thoughts. Like how many times have you been standing in line and just went on your phone? I think the vast majority of us do that. I recently stopped doing that actually and I will just observe my surroundings or even make small talk with someone else and it's a hundred times better just because I see things I've never noticed before because I was too busy to even look at it or see it since I was on my phone or I end up having a really cool conversation that just sticks with me, you know, with like a random person that is around. This is even more important to me now because I tend to always be on my phone for work, um, you know, for social media stuff. And so any break I get where I don't have to be on my phone is an absolute blessing, okay? So don't take it for granted. You know, look up, look around, talk to people around you. These are the things that make life really fun and special. So some other low profile things that you can do to date yourself is like going to your favorite grocery store. So you can go to Trader Joe's, you can go to Erwan, you can go to Whole Foods, and then having a picnic out by a beach or at the park while you're alone, that's always such a nice vibe. Or you can even start a new hobby. So you can enroll in a masterclass online, and this will help you get new skills that you can put to good use. Or you can even carve out time to make a collage, a vision board, and even do some journaling. So these are all things that take up time, require your full attention, and can help you really get in touch with yourself and get comfortable with your own thoughts. Now moving on to higher profile things you can do to date yourself. Once you get comfortable with being alone doing the small stuff, you can move on to the big stuff. Now I mentioned the small stuff first because... Wow, if I was listening to this podcast back when I was in college, I would have died if someone told me to go and do very public things alone. Like the anxiety would have killed me. So once you are a little bit more comfortable with being alone, move on to the big stuff. Pick a new restaurant and eat food and just really savor the moment. Do some people watching. Just be very intentional with your presence. Some other higher profile things you can do is going on a small weekend getaway to a spot you've been eyeing or even going to the beach alone is so relaxing. As long as you are out doing things you would normally do with other people but you're doing it alone is the best way of dating yourself. This is really important because the simple act of being out in a very public and social setting alone 
is the ultimate way to practice dating yourself. You're showing yourself that you know what is right. You're comfortable with your own thoughts and you don't care for distractions because you are so confident in yourself. This mentality will carry on to all aspects of your life. And that is how you are going to use it to your advantage and as your superpower. Because when you're comfortable with being alone and with your own thoughts, you're forced to confront some very negative self-talk that you may tell yourself. And trust me, no one can talk as badly to you than you talk to yourself. Because we're all our own worst critic, no matter how ridiculous or harsh this negative self-talk is, we need to confront it. We need to learn how to process these thoughts and get to the root cause of where they're coming from and really do something about it. By doing so, we will be so comfortable in our own bodies and at peace with ourselves that no one can take that happiness and peace away from us. We won't be relying on people for like external validation, attention, or anything like that because we already will have it within ourselves. Do you see what I did there? Like this is a full circle moment. Being alone, practicing being alone with yourself, being alone with your own thoughts, that increases your self-confidence, how comfortable you are with yourself, and therefore no one else can knock you down. Then when you get on that level, you will feel so whole. You will really know what makes you, you. What makes you so perfectly unique and different from others. And you will feel comfortable being alone, doing things differently, and going against the crowd. You won't care if you follow the same footsteps because you're all about carving a new path when you're on that level of comfortability and self-confidence. And in the instances where you have a significant other or a friend or even a job in your life that's making you feel awful, making you feel not important, you have the ability to walk away and recognize, okay, that isn't contributing to the person I am or the person I want to become. And I don't need to chase anything because everything is already within me and I am the prize. So when you are on that level of confidence and assurance, everything will align so well for you. Your friends, your job, your significant others, others, (laughs) your significant other, your hobbies, your calling, because you won't just be chasing it around constantly looking for something to fill the void. Like you're not going to be looking for something to complete you. Instead, you're going to be looking for things that complement you and level you up. And that is the importance of being happy and content with yourself. In summary, dating yourself is a great way to cultivate self-love and self-care, which can ultimately lead to better mental health and physical health. And by setting aside some alone time and just treating yourself with kindness and respect and focusing on gratitude and self-care, you can really learn to be happy and fulfilled while you're alone. So please go ahead and give it a try. You deserve it. You owe it to yourself to be on that level. And if you do try dating yourself or try anything that I mentioned in this podcast episode, be sure to tag me on Instagram. My Instagram is at wellness.farm. It will also be linked in the show notes. And my TikTok is at the wellness farm. And that will also be linked in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on the importance of dating yourself and how you can use it as your superpower. I hope you found it really helpful and informative. And don't forget to subscribe and leave me a review if you loved this episode. Until next time, take care of yourself and remember to always be kind to yourself. Feel